From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Monday, September 26th, 2022. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. In Northwest Ohio, Republican J.R. Majewski, who is challenging longtime Democratic Congresswoman Marcy Kaptur, is firing back after an Associated Press report questioned his claims of having served in Afghanistan. ONN's Michael Sandlin reports. The report reads, quote, We show one deployment to Qatar in May 2002 to November 2002. What he did or where he went from that location, we don't have visibility on, end quote. Majewski says his deployments to Afghanistan were classified. And he says the release of this information was a politically motivated attack. Marcy Kaptur and the Associated Press, you are a disgrace to veterans who serve this country. I demand a public apology. I serve my country proudly like thousands of other service members. I'm Michael Sandlin reporting in Holland. Two people were shot yesterday in separate incidents in the Akron area. ONN's Dave James has the story. The first incident happened in New Franklin, south of Akron, at 3.30 in the morning. Investigators say a 53-year-old man was shot while riding his motorcycle away from a domestic altercation. He was pronounced dead at the scene. A second shooting happened just before 1 p.m. yesterday in West Akron. Police say a 62-year-old man was shot in an apartment in that area. He later died at a hospital. The Summit County Medical Examiner's Office and other law enforcement officials are investigating the incidents. Dave James, I went in news. The Licking County Sheriff's Office in Newark says they're investigating a possible fentanyl exposure that sent five inmates and two deputies to the hospital. What's not clear is how the suspected drug got into the jail and what level of exposure both the inmates and jail deputies experienced. The matter remains under investigation. In Western Ohio, three Springfield firefighters were injured on a call yesterday. Here's ONN's Bennett Haberly. Firefighters say crews were called to Rice Street around 2 p.m. on reports of a house fire. Extreme heat inside caused crews to make a swift exit, during which one firefighter fell through a flight of stairs. Two others sustained minor injuries. The firefighter who fell through those stairs was taken to a nearby hospital. We're told that there is no update on that person's condition. I'm Bennett Haberly. Today begins the third week for the murder trial of George Wagner IV in south-central Ohio's Pike County. ONN's Tracy Townsend has the story. Wagner is accused of killing eight members of the Roden family in 2016. He was charged along with his mother, father, and brother. On Friday, a former BCI agent spent time reviewing evidence taken out of the mobile home where two bodies were found. He described bag after bag of evidence, which was never DNA tested. You would expect to find the victim's DNA on a bed sheet that they are sleeping on. That's the reason why they weren't given top priority. The trial is expected to continue for the coming weeks. I'm Tracy Townsend. A northwestern Ohio police chief died unexpectedly on Friday. Vince Donald was the chief in Perkins Township, just outside of Sandusky. His department took to Facebook to announce his passing, saying he died of apparent natural causes. Vince Donald was 48. The State Board of Education is expected to vote on a resolution next month that opposes President Biden's expanded Title IX requirements for schools. ONN's Olivia Eugenio has more with Denzel Porteous of Stonewall Columbus. The resolution would require districts to tell parents when their child wants to be identified by another name or pronoun or other matters related to their gender identity. The proposal would also ban transgender women from joining women's sports teams. Stonewall Columbus's position 
is pretty clear. And ultimately, the proposal of this resolution is really what seems detrimental to, to young people in critical stages of their personal development and understanding of who they are. A major concern for Stonewall Columbus, mental health and transgender youth. I'm Olivia Eugenio. Northwestern Ohio's economy is getting a boost thanks to electric cars, but there are still concerns. ONN's Eric Brown explains. General Motors has announced it will invest $760 million into its Toledo Propulsion Systems facility to build drive units for electric vehicles. While GM employees now feel safe from losing their jobs, Toledo Jeep workers continue to face growing concerns. Republican Governor Mike DeWine said he's not able to say anything good or bad for Jeep's future. Meanwhile, Democratic Congresswoman Marcy Kaptur of Toledo says different jobs will come to replace those lost with transition. Since there's always going to be a demand for transportation, the loss shouldn't be anything more than a move to new opportunities. Eric Brown, ONN News. Ohio's most popular hunting season is underway. Saturday marked the beginning of Ohio's deer archery season, which will continue until Sunday, February 5th. The Cincinnati Bengals got back to their winning ways yesterday over the New York Jets. ONN's Dom Tiberi has more with head coach Zach Taylor. The Bengals win 27-12, their first win of the season. They are now 1-2 and two on the year. Like we're a good team. Uh, we, weren't, we weren't changing anything about us internally. Um, we just know that this season is going to balance out and we're going we're to start to grab our steam, and that's what we did today. I'm Dom Tiberi. The top five teams remain unchanged following Saturday's college football games, with Georgia still number one, followed by Alabama, Ohio State, Michigan, and Clemson. The Buckeyes improved to 4-0 on the season. Here's Buckeye head coach Ryan Day. As good as this feels and as much as we want to celebrate this, you know, we can't spend too much time patting ourselves on the back after this thing, which is hard because this is one heck of a win for us. I mean, to play like we did, that was a lot of work, and I'm very, very proud of our team. I'm proud of our players, proud of the way the defense came in, some of the way the guys stepped up. I mean, there's a lot of good to go around in this game. But the tough thing is, you know, you don't have too much time to, to talk about that. you got to be on to the next team. Next, the Buckeyes face Rutgers at Ohio Stadium on Saturday. And the division championship was clinched for the Cleveland Guardians yesterday afternoon when the Chicago White Sox lost to Detroit 4-1, a short time before Cleveland wrapped up a 10-4 win over the Rangers in Texas. The Guardians have won 18 of their last 21 games, running away with their first division title since 2018. Special thanks to our affiliates WBNS-TV in Columbus, WTOL-TV in Toledo, and WKYC-TV in Cleveland for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.